Welcome to episode 48 of the Trivial Trivia Podcast. Hey folks, I'm Jeff. And I'm Sarah. And the Trivial Trivia Podcast is a trivia quiz show in two rounds with ten questions each. This week's general knowledge round is on holiday traditions, and the movie of the week is The Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, Jeff, are you ready for round one? Let's do it. All right. Sarah, I believe you asked the first question, having one last time. Yes, I do. Okay, so mine kind of cover the board on traditions, and it might not necessarily have to do with the like the act of the tradition itself. It's one of those broad, nice broad topics. Go on. So, Jeff, what is the actual name for NORAD? Like, what does it stand for? Well, it doesn't really stand for anything. It's not an acronym, like. Well, but it is like a shortening, isn't it? It's it's Nor North American Defense or something like that. You're on the right track. North American Defense. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a half point. It's North American. Aerospace Defense Command. And of course, for all those who don't know what NORAD is, NORAD is a a military group that I believe is stationed in Colorado, right? They're on a base in Colorado. I don't know. Um, But every year at Christmas, they track Santa all around the world. And they, they bring in tons of volunteers and answer phone calls and emails and chat with kids online and fill them in on where Santa is and how he can get across the world in one night. And it's a really, really awesome public service that they do. Yeah, I think Um, we did that last year with Toddler Jay, didn't we? Yeah, you you can get like the iPhone app and uh, I know AT&T U-verse has a NORAD channel at Christmas time. So you can start playing games and getting ready to track Santa on Christmas Eve. Cool. Sarah, in what culture is it considered good luck to give someone a red envelope with money inside at New Year's? China. Yes, that's correct. Yay! Okay, Jeff. This is placed all over at Christmas time and is said to hold magical powers for healing and increasing fertility. What is it? Increasing fertility all over at Christmas time? Yes. Are we talking about like pine wreaths and things? No, hang on. um, I'm going to give that another guess. Uh, mistletoe? Yes, mistletoe. All right. Actually, I've, I've not, I don't think I've ever seen mistletoe in real life. Um, I've seen it, like, hung places, but never... You see real mistletoe? No, it's, like, the fake yep. store-bought yep. stuff. Yep. Sarah, this figure was originally depicted in green robes and was modeled after Odin the Norse god, and after a saint in the Catholic Church. Is it Santa Claus? Yes. Yay! What saint? Nicholas. Oh. <laughs> okay. Who is the, by the way, the patron saint of children. Dude, so, so much sense! Figure, yeah. Okay. 
Sorry, my my brain is dumb tonight. Okay, Jeff, this this one should be right up your alley. Okay. We should hope. This Irving Berlin song has been sold more than a hundred. Christmas. <laughs> yes, can I finish since, like, filling you in on the rest of the details? Okay. It's been sold more than 100 million times, and according to the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, has more than 500 versions I, of that same song. I believe that. Um, and it was written for the movie musical Holiday Inn. Yeah, that's, uh, what, one of those, it's Frank Sinatra Bing Crosby, right? Something like that? Yeah. I think so. I think that's right. Um, And, yeah, I was just, uh, so many of our listeners know I am a music teacher here in Illinois, and I was... Oh, were you just looking at it? (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) And I've got got at least three or four different versions in, in the files in my office. You should use the... Bing Crosby, Irving Berlin version. Well, probably not, because it'll be written for choir. Okay, you should get one of your boys to sing. Okay. A solo. (laughs) And do the Bing Crosby version. Okay, it's your question. Sarah, which holiday is considered the holiest in the Jewish tradition? Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, or Hanukkah? Is it Hanukkah? The Festival of Lights. It is not Hanukkah. Sorry. Can I guess again? No. <laughs> is it, it Rosh Hashanah? No, sorry. It was... It Yom was, Kippur. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yay, I got it right. No, um, uh, generally Rosh Hashanah is, is considered the most holiest. By the way, my source on that, jufac.com. Very nice. True story. Okay. Jeff, what this this was a like a a big thing for me as a kid. Um in terms of tradition. What Christmas event, we'll say, revolves around Clara, her godfather, a prince, mice, soldiers, and a doll of sorts. Alright, you are talking to a music major, you know this, yes. right? Okay, so the Tchaikovsky ballet the Nutcracker. Yes. Sarah, what Mexican holiday celebrates a major victory in a battle against the French on May 5th, 1862? Cinco de Mayo! Oh, I thought I had you. Okay, yes. Correct. Or as my sister and I like to call it, Cinco de Drinco. <laughs> they, they really don't... They, it's kind of a minor holiday in Mexico, kind of like our Columbus Day. Okay, but Americans make a big deal out of it. Yes, but only because it's a drinking holiday. Yeah, we we get to drink. True story. That's why we call it Cinco de Drinco. Yes, indeed. All right, Jeff. Um, Oh, man, I've got to decide which one I want to ask you. Okay, Jeff. What type of jammies does Ralphie receive in the Christmas story? I'm kind of blanking here. I'm just going to guess. Come on, Christmas Day. It's like 24 hours of the Christmas story. Yeah. um, Like red plaid pajamas. No. Red Santa pajamas. No, I'm sorry. Red footy pajamas. They're not red at all. Okay. 
their pink bunny pajamas. Oh really? Okay. Remember the big bunny ears? We should we should watch that movie for um. No, I don't like that movie at all. Oh. I don't like it that much, but only because I haven't seen it. You've not seen it ever? Um, Seriously, it's been alive for almost 30 years, and they do 24 hours I know. of the stupid Christmas story. It's ridiculous. Every year at Christmas. Absolutely, it's, it's totally ridiculous. And like every other TV station plays it leading up to Christmas. Yep, I think it's silly. Sarah, this festival celebrated in Roman Catholic communities around the world features parades and live street music and usually starts sometime around February. Dude, I was raised Catholic. Oh, wait. Lent? No, Mar uh, good, uh, good, no. Good Friday. Wait, I have three guesses. <laughs> it's good. One is Good Friday. I think it uh, usually precedes Lent. Crap, you're gonna make me sound like a really bad Catholic. No. Oh, well, like, there's Fat Tuesday, and then there's uh, Ash Wednesday, and then there's Lent. Right, so preceding Lent would be Fat Tuesday? Mardi Gras. Yeah, Mardi Gras. I'll take that. Roman Catholics celebrate Mardi Gras. I thought it was more of a French thing. Uh, well, it's it's uh, in a lot of different cultures. So they have this in. I would think Brazil that, and Mexico and. I would think that Roman France Catholics. And Spain and lots of places. Would think that Roman Catholics would like. Like the church would frown upon. Oh, I'm sure the church frowns Mardi upon. Gras. I'm sure the church frowns upon a lot of things. Yeah, I would I would take Mardi Gras or Carnival, which is kind of which leads up to Mardi Gras. Haven't your parents been to to Carnival in uh, in uh, like Puerto Vallarta? Yeah, sure. Not Puerto Vallarta, but Cosmo. Yeah, yeah, there too. So at the end of round one, I am ahead four to three and a half. Oh, anybody's game once right? again. All right, are you ready for round two? Let's do it. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? There's Stop children doing snowballs instead of throwing hands. The busy building toys. Jack, the Pumpkin King, and the rest of the denizens of Halloween Town have had another successful Halloween scaring kids. Yet Jack isn't satisfied. He's in a slump from doing the same old thing every year. He wants something new. When he wanders into a forest with mysterious doors, he falls into Christmas Town and his whole life. Death? His whole death? His whole existence. There you go. Changes. He observes Santa Claus and decides that Halloween Town will be doing Christmas itself this year. Sarah, this uh, movie got a 91% freshness rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? 
Um, it's not my favorite, but it is my sister's favorite. So I've seen this quite a few times in my years of life. Yeah, I have too. I, I used to work uh, retail overnight at an unnamed Bigs Box store. And they would just leave this oh, on loop in the electronics from, like, department. Before, before Halloween to past Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So, and that's like the only movie this that they play. I know. Because you know, in those big box big box stores, Christmas starts on November first, or or before like November first sometimes. October first, it yeah. seems. Right. So, so that's like the perfect movie for them to play. It's the transition between Halloween and, you know, holiday time. What? So, I, I actually, there's a lot of things I really like about this film. I think the music is really original. It doesn't sound like much of anything else. Oh, and I was going to say while you were doing the uh, introduction there, you you said it was written and directed by. Uh, Tim Burton. Sorry, written and produced. Written and produced, Burton. sorry. By Tim Burton. And then, I probably got that wrong. Um, and then uh, Danny Elfman did the music. Mm -hmm. He also voiced the singing parts of Jack. Yeah. And as, as many of our fans will know, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman have collaborated on a lot of movies together, including Edward Scissorhands, um, they did... Uh, like, most everything that Tim Burton's done. They did, yeah, yeah, most everything. They did the, the first Batman movie together, they did... Yes, and that is the best Batman theme song out of all of them. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, you're right. And that's the Batman theme that they used for the Batman anima animated series. Lego, and Lego Batman. Well, yeah, Lego Batman, sure. Alright. Sarah, so I think you have to go first, right? Because you're ahead? Yes. This is true. Okay, Jeff, what is Jack's dog's name? Zero. Good job. Well, thank you. Sarah, what is the suspicious ingredient that the doctor smells in his soup? Frog's breath. That's correct. Yes. Okay, Jeff, what is the name of the bad guy who takes Santa and Sally? Oogie, or Oogie Boogie, or the Oogie Boogie Man. Yes. The first time the triplets make a trip into the magical forest doors, they bring, they bring back the wrong holiday character. Who do they bring back? The Easter Bunny. Correct. That was my extra question. Ah. Okay. Uh, what does Jack remove from his own body for Zero to play with? Um, a rib? Yes. Right? He takes out a rib and, and, and throws it so Zero can play fetch? Yeah. Funky. How does Sally distract the boogeyman? Oh, she like takes off her leg and <laughs> sticks it through the gate. Yes. And she's like waving it at him while her she removes her hand as well and it's like climbing down the rope to free Santa Claus. Yes indeed. Okay. Speaking of Santa, what does Jack call Santa Claus? Sandy Claus. Yes. Like C L A W S. 
Yes. That, and that's how that's how he sells Christmas to his citizens. He's like they call him Sandy Claus. He's like the he's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what is the final piece that makes Jack's Santa Claus costume complete? The beard. Ooh. Ye- no, I can't take that answer. I think I believe that's incorrect. The I'm- is it the like the white um furry like uh oh Cuffs. I we might have to go back to the film to double check an answer on that one, but I believe it's incorrect. I believe it's the Santa hat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because when Santa shows up, he's like, "This is exactly what I needed." And he takes it off and puts it on his own yeah. head. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Jeff, what is the name of the herb that Sally kept slipping to the doctor so that she could get out? Shoot. Oh, shoot. Is it Wolfsbane? No. Ah. It is Deadly Nightshade. Nightshade. Gah. Sarah, name the triplets. Lock, shock, and barrel. No, sorry. One more guess. No, that's their names. You got two out of the three. It's not lock, stock, and barrel. It's lock, shock, and barrel? Yes. Oh, shoot. Are you positive? Yeah, but either way, I just got that right because I said lock, stock, and barrel and lock, shock, and barrel, but I am pretty darn sure it is lock, shock, and barrel. Okay. I'll allow you to look it up. I'll, well, I'll give you the point there. I'll concede. I'll look it up later just to double check. Okay, well, that just won me the round. Seven and a half to eight. Oh, so close. <laughs> Wait, now we do, now we do need to look it up. Yes, you're correct. Lock, shock, and barrel. Okay, I I concede defeat on this one. That's right. Who kicks your butt? You kicked my butt. <laughs> did you did you have any other bonus questions? Let me look here. One, what does the doctor give the other creature he creates? What does he get? Well, he makes the the bony reindeer for the sleigh. Is that what you're talking about? No, he makes another creature. Oh, like another Sally, yeah. basically. 
kind of, uh, like another companion. Yeah, I don't know. He gives him half of his brain so that they can have oh, conversation. Oh, that's right. That's He's like, right. here, I'll just give you half of my brain so at least we can have awesome conversation. I love it when the doctor, like, opens up his head lid and scratches, and, like, scratches his brain his directly. Brain. Oh, I was watching that. I think I even said something to you about, like, man, some days I wish I could do that. Oh. Like, just get in there and, like... Move stuff around and kind of, you know, make your brain work again. I was, I was just mentioning to my kids today, one of my, one of my students, that I wish I had a giant Q-tip that I could stick in my ear and just like squeegee out my brain real good. Nice. Uh, I would, I would do that. You would all, all the, the time. time. It's true. Yeah. Well, with the end of round two, that means it's time for this week's Wikipedia Listener Challenge, where we give you two articles to connect in Wikipedia by using the links in those articles. Last week, our challenge was to connect Jamie Lee Curtis, the actor, to Stockard Channing, the actor. And first in was Janelle H. from California. She connected from Jamie Lee Curtis to Martin Sheen. I guess they've done like activist work together? I don't know that it was necessarily together, but both worked, like both were activists for the same cause at one point. Okay. To Martin Sheen to the West Wing. Martin Sheen played President Bartlett. To Stocker Channing, who, who played, played his wife. Mrs. Bartlett, or Dr. Bartlett as she preferred sometimes. She was a doctor. Anyway. Abby! Yeah. Uh, Janelle H. says, Thanks for helping me procrastinate this evening. Now that it's over, I should finish the blog that's supposed to go up in the morning and get some other work done, too, I've put off. I only knew a few of the answers from last episode, never having seen the film all the way through. The October trivia you spotted at the end, I knew from the Village Bookshop blog, but I didn't keep score on the questions. We also heard from Phil from Australia, Jesse from California, and Jason T, who all got it in two clicks. They went through the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress for Comedy or Musical. Uh, apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis was nominated three times with one win for that Golden Globe Award, and Stocker Channing was nominated once for her work in Six Degrees of Separation. Yes. Which is kind of funny, because that's pretty much what we're doing right here. <laughs> Sorry. So, Sarah, I've got a little bit of a retraction to make. Apparently, and I must have been in a total stupor last time, because this would never have happened if I was on the ball. Uh, apparently, I said <laughs> that Haley Joel Osment was the kid who played the young Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars Episode One, which was, it turns out, a complete and utter fabrication. Uh, in reality, it was this actor called Jake Lloyd, uh, who, as far as I know, doesn't exist outside of that one thing that he's done, but I didn't take the time to look him up, so there you go. So our challenge for next time <laughs> will be to connect Haley Joel Osment, the actor, from Star Wars Episode One. No, just kidding. From The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and lots of other things and, that he's done. And AI and some other stuff. To Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is one of their like outdoor Ooh. safari parks. 
Hmm, yes, I'm yes, indeed. I'm going to have to try that after we get done here. Yes, I suppose you are. Uh, Sarah, what should they do if they can figure out that old answer? Well, you can email us at trivialtriviapodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message on Facebook. Make sure you go on there and like our page. Or you can head over to the website, click on the Wikipedia Listener Challenge link at the top, and fill out the form and submit it that way. The winner will get to choose the movie for two episodes from now. 50? Yeah. Episode 50? Episode 50. Yeah, that's coming up, you know. So it's got to be a really amazing one. It has to be a completely amazing, like, oh, didn't quite see that coming, but now that you've announced it, that's an amazing choice. Yes. Kind of choice. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. All right. Sarah, how's the Facebook sitch? Well, we're at 132 likes. We just got a new like the other day from Jesse H. So thanks, Jesse, for liking the Facebook page. Make sure you head over to facebook.com slash Trivial Trivia Podcast and like our page if you have not already. We put lots of updates on there. We update as soon as the episode goes out so you can head over and listen to it right away. Yeah, we had a lot of folks from the last episode help us out with a bit of feed trouble that we were having. Sorry, by the way, for getting that last episode out so late. We posted it on Monday, we swear, but it it didn't. The internet didn't know that until Wednesday, so. I'm sorry we're kind of getting this one out late, too, but. No, no, this is our Halloween episode. That's the trick. See? Boom. Ah, See? Right? So now we really won't get this out until Thursday? No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Yes. Mm. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yes, indeed. Because this won't come out until Thursday. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Sarah, we got a little bit of new iTunes feedback. This is pretty cool. From user BDaddy101, who writes, Great show, great trivia, great banter. Listen to the very end, even after you think the show is over. Nope. More funny stuff got cut. Love it. He's referring, of course, what we put, we sometimes put bloopers at the very end of the show, which many of you have heard from time to time. And Sarah. Never... A lot of it's Jeff just <laughs> rambling on and on. Sarah Sarah hasn't heard most of them because she doesn't listen to the show after we post it. No, I try not to. I don't like listening to myself. Oh, understandable. Hey. Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> Wait, I didn't mean it that way. No, I just meant most people don't like listening to the sound of their own voice when it's recorded. Uh, thank you very much to BDaddy101 for listening to that piece of feedback if you would do the same head over to the itunes podcast store and leave us a comment there are lots of you we know there are lots of you oh yes oh yes and there haven't been that many reviews Mm -hmm. so if you haven't done one please 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 Mm -hmm. head right on over there to itunes leave us a five-star rating and give us a little comment we'll read it here yes indeed Email us at TrivialTriviaPodcast at gmail.com with any little bit of feedback. Also, we tweet at TrivTrivPodcast, and uh, we love it when people tweet us their scores, so go ahead and do that. Of course, check out the website, TrivialTriviaPodcast.com, where we've got archives and updated links to the current Wikipedia Listener Challenge, you know, if you're lucky. Okay, Jeff, so... Next time on episode 49, 
or the, the last one before we get to episode 50. Yes, that's what 49 is. Okay. The general knowledge topic will be word games. Ooh, nice. And the movie will be The Other Sister. What is that about again? According to the storyline on IMDb, it says when Carla Tate, now a young woman, is graduated out of the training school where she has been residing for many years because she is mentally challenged, her hope is that she will be accepted for all that she can now do for herself. But Carla's family is wealthy, which permits her mother, already blinded to her daughter's rather high-functioning abilities, to try to prove Carla beyond her needs or desires, bringing forth the inevitable confrontations. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's actually, it's really good. I liked it. I've seen it a few times. It has, uh, we've got, oh... Uh, Juliette Lewis, Diane Keaton, Tom Skerritt, Giovanni Ribisi, Poppy Montgomery, Sarah Paulson. So, I like that. Good. I like that Poppy Montgomery. She's a redhead. I know. Yes. She's pretty cute. Indeed. So, all that and more next time on the Trivial Trivia Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.